Good morning, Renaissance. Uh, my name is Lester. I'm one of the pastors here, and I will be reading today's scripture passage to us, uh, which comes to us from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. Verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Happy New Year to you all. Good. My name is Aswan. I'm one of the pastors here at Renaissance. Um, Does anybody know what layaway is? My mother was the layaway queen. She probably got me from layaway uh, and my siblings. But growing up, I would go shopping, school shopping every summer, and it was one of the days I looked forward to, and I'd go out to Paramus Park uh, out in Jersey where there's no tax, and my mother would get my sisters and I, and we would go, uh, and we would go shopping, and I'd get all the stuff I wanted, every color shirt I could think of. I'd match shirts with socks and sweaters. I'd get that one turtleneck that I seen in Kwame's hip-hop video. Uh, I thought I was styling. I couldn't wait. Brought all my clothes to the actual uh, counter, and um, I remember that uh, the price came to like two, three hundred, four hundred dollars. And for me, I thought that that was a lot of money. And my mother would then take out twenty. We know how layaway works, right? She would take out twenty, twenty-five dollars or so. She'd leave a deposit, and then we'd leave. And I'd be frustrated every year until the seventh grade because uh, we left without my clothes. And I remember, for me, layaway was a new thing. I'd had no concept of it. I'm in the, I'm in the sixth grade, Lawrence. I don't know what layaway is. So uh, I learned that, you know, there's an art to asking questions. So I didn't really know how to ask my mother about it. But I remember leaving the store and seeing the sign. And it was like, oh, it said, we accept layaway. And it, right there, I knew my mother was the layaway queen. Um, and then for me, uh, in, in middle school, being new was absolutely necessary. Coming to school, showing up, be, having my fly gear on, standing with my 90s poses. Y'all know about those 90 poses. Every, every pose. And I would love being and feeling new. I mean, for me, it was absolutely imperative. And I think uh, in the beginning of this year, this new year, probably more than any other year, any other time this year, you and I are still striving for new. We want new things for our lives. We want new things for ourselves. We want new things for our families. And I know uh, I'm beginning this new year for me focused on having maybe some new disciplines, some new perspectives about myself and about life. But the good news is God makes us new, but we need to walk in our newness. God 
makes us new, but you and I need to walk in our newness. And, and Lester read a scripture this morning, 2 Corinthians 5, and it's a passage that I love. And Paul, the church planter, we know about him. We're familiar with him here at Renaissance. And, and Paul is right into to this church, and he's telling him, he says in the first line, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Some translations say a whole new creature. The old is past Away, behold, the new has come. God makes us new, but you and I have to walk in our newness. And let's be real. Um, <clears throat> there, the, I like to make myself new. I remember when I, when I got those clothes, I, I, knew, like, I felt like the way that I had to, to wear my pants legs and the way I had to tuck my shirt in, I wanted to make myself look new. And I think many of us, we try to make ourselves look new as well. Um, sometimes uh, we get gym memberships, right? We go to the gym. We hit the gym. I'm going to get a new body this year, 2017. It's all me. Look at my pectorals, you know? Like we wanna we wanna go to the go to the gym and, and hit the gym and look new. My wife, uh, Heather, got the opportunity. My daughter works at a at a gym, um, and my wife got a cool little discount, and now she's so happy. They have childcare there, and so yeah, right. Shout out for her. I'm happy for her. Take them, take them all. And. And, and she is so excited. I mean, I like, she comes home and talks about it. She went for a tour. They, to, they gave her this profile. They told her she was absolutely perfectly symmetrical. I'm like, nice. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But I was like, yeah, babe. You know what I mean? They gave her this profile. And she's like, yo, she's going to make, if anything's going to be new this year, her body, she's going to be new. She's going to show off a new cast with some new heels that I'm going to have to buy. But, you know, it's going to be a new thing. Some of us hit the gym. And maybe for, for, for us, maybe it's not the gym. Uh, maybe it's a new hairstyle. Maybe it's a new style, period. Um, my son got the opportunity to, uh, so there was a scare going to school uh, that he might have lice in his hair because there was lice kind of running around in the school. And we were like, well, you know, the percentage of African-American children getting lice, we don't, I'm just saying, I'm going to be real with y'all, family. This is, this is real stuff. We, were, we took him to the doctor. The doctor was like, nah, he doesn't have lice. We'll, we, they brought in another doctor to confirm it. We like, yeah, I mean, okay, cool. But based on that, he was like, Daddy, I want to cut my hair. I want a new style. And so now he has, like, the new kid in play. And so if you ever get a chance, he went from this afro to a new kid in play. He has a new style. And even me, I'm thinking about, man, there's going to be levels of leadership that I grow in. And I have to find new fitted shirts so I can look like Lawrence and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I have to find a new wardrobe and a new style. Because I want to make myself look new, and we do that. And maybe if it's not a style, a hairstyle, or, or clothes, maybe it's books. You know, I, I, I stood in front of the mirror a couple days ago, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to read mad books this year. <laughs> read mad books. You know, I'm looking at titles, like, yeah, that sounds good. I'm going to read that joint. You know, and for me, I'm the kind of guy, look, I read enough of the book to get the premise. I get it. I know exactly what you mean, man. I know what you mean. I got it. I got it. I don't have to go to chapter 23 and 24. I got it. I know what you mean. 
But but I have to read more. But Heather's like, you can't do that. You have to read the whole book. You have to go through the whole thing. I, this year, I want to read more books. I want to be well-versed in a variety of different topics. Um, uh, and maybe if it's not that, maybe, uh, and I think this pertains to all of us, right? This year, you want new habits. You want new habits. You know, both physical habits. Maybe you want to go to sleep earlier. Maybe you want to eat right. Can I get an amen? I mean, somebody in here was like, yo, I'm going to eat right this year. You ate asparagus on New Year's Eve. Like, you've never eaten that before. It was nasty. And you're like, no, I'm going to eat right this year. I'm going to get my new disciplines. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray more. I'm going to talk to God more. You know, I'm going to be nice to people on the C train. You know, like, you, we have all these things. And look, I, I don't want us to think that any of these things are bad. None of these things are bad, but here's what the gospel says. The gospel says that God makes us new, but we have to walk in our newness. See, the the misconception is that these cosmetic changes, these things right that that we listed, if we we get a new hairstyle, if um, if we read more books, if we have all these new habits and these new disciplines, then we'll be made new. And no, the Bible says that the, the Christian is different. The Christian is, becomes a new creature when they're in Christ. When they're in Christ. It's, it's the power of God that reaches down into broken humanity and changes us, and we become new creatures. I can't give you the formula. I can't give you the, the how it breaks down, but I can promise you when God steps in, he makes us new. There's a scripture in Revelations, and I know we don't like reading Revelations, but it says that God is making all things new. That doesn't, God is not just in the business of making a whole bunch of, of new things. He's not just like popping up new, better looking Christians. No, he's taking broken people and he's changing their lives and he's making them new with the power of the Holy Spirit. God makes us new. God makes us new, but we must walk in our newness. And so now, hey, as this new creation, as we become these new created people, man, I want to invite anyone who's come here today, this morning, just to be a nicer person. I'm saying you're just scratching the surface. Anyone who's looking to Christianity to say, hey, I just want to be better, man, you're just scratching the surface. Man, God is saying, come, Paul was saying in this text, come be reconciled to God. And it's in that process where you become a new creature. And all the things that we listed, man, those things don't make us new. God makes us new. But here's the trick. We have to walk then in our newness. See, we have to learn as new creatures, as new people, Now we have to learn how to walk in our newness because what we're really after, again, all those things are good. What we're really after is transformation. What we really want deep down inside is for us to be transformed into new people. And those things, yes, they're going to maybe they'll help. They'll scratch the surface. But, man, only God is in the business of transformation. God is the ultimate transformer. He will take us, our our broken lives, our messed up lives, and transform us into these new creatures. And then it's up to us to now begin to walk 
in our newness. Transformation is a process. Say that. Transformation is a process. And, and biblical transformation, I think, has two components. One, it's gradual. And two, it's intentional. True transformation is gradual. True transformation is intentional. Think about this. We've celebrated the Advent season, and and Jordan did a great job of of preaching on this notable person who has now arrived on earth. And we see that the the world was changed, right, B.C. and A.D. We see that the world was changed by this notable person. But think about it. Just think for a second. The God of the universe, the God who created the sun, moon, the stars. And again, I don't know where everybody is with the Bible, but the Bible tells us that God just existed. He is and we just, we just believe and trust that. He's the beginning and the end. And the God who knows everything and is all-powerful decided to subject himself and step into human history through the womb of a woman. God of the universe said, I'm going to step into human history through the womb of of a woman. What does that say to us, man? Think about it. First, he was an embryo. Then he was a, I don't know what comes after embryo. And then he was a child. I got to research it. Then he was a child. Then he was a, 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 oh wait, he was a toddler. He was a child. He was a adolescent. He became a young man and then a grown man. Like God's entry into human history was gradual. You know what that means? His transformation of you and I is also gradual. Because God is in the business of transforming us, but it doesn't happen instantly. And all too often, we've said this before at Renaissance, we, we go to the gym, we work out, we go home, we look in the mirror, exactly the same. Transformation is gradual. But not only is transformation gradual, it's also intentional. Uh, listen to this scripture in Second Peter, Second uh, Peter one verses five through nine. <clears throat> For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. See, you and I become new creatures with, through Christ. God is reconciling the world to himself, as it said in 2 Corinthians. And then the Bible was telling us, Peter is telling us, man, as you add these things to your life, as you are intentional about your spiritual growth, you then begin to experience a newness in a way that you couldn't without being intentional. It's gradual and it's intentional. Think about layaway, right? My mother had to be intentional about waking up on a particular day, going back to the mall and actually paying off, giving money to the cashier and actually paying off the balance. She had to be intentional about that. And she had to intentionally go in a direction, right? She couldn't go to maybe the same store in another state, 
excuse me, she had to go intentionally in the right direction. Man, and that's what I want to encourage us this year. I want to encourage us to gradually and intentionally walk in our newness in the right direction. God makes us new, but you and I must walk in our newness. Because transformation is intentional and gradual, man, I want us to know that change is not immediate. There is no shortcut to growing. There is no app. There's no speed-up process. There's nothing you can do. Anyone who has been uh, in medical school or, or Jordan practicing law, anybody who's practicing a profession, you know there is a no shortcut to the process. you got to put in the time. And I think God is saying to us this year, man, don't, don't overemphasize some of these cos- cosmetic changes. Know that I have made you new. Through, in Christ, you've become a new creature. And now I need you to gradually and intentionally walk in the right di- direction towards this new spiritual newness that I have given you. That's powerful to me. Here's my encouragement. If you're going to pick up a CBR today, if you're, if you're going to, some of us, all of us are here today, we have spiritual goals. We do want to get closer to God, yes? We, we do want to be these new created people that the world sees and be like, yo, what? Who, what's gotten into you? I've run into people and they're like, yo, you're different. I'm like, it's just my hair. But no, they're like, I, what? We want to be the people who are out there. People are saying, man, what's gotten into you, man? Everything's in chaos, but you have a peace. Man, everything in your life looks like, yo, you should be, um, man, you should be losing your mind, but, yo, you're so calm and you're so in control. And, yes, I see that you're sad, but you're going about sadness different than everybody else does. See, we're here today because we want to be those people, and God is saying, hey, if you want to be those people, man, it's going to be gradual. It's going to be intentional. And if our goal is to get more engaged with Scripture, when you get a CBR, there are going to be times in the morning where you're rushing and you don't have time. And it's going to be very easy for you to say, yo, I'll do it later. But you know what happens? Later comes and you say you'll do it later. Later comes and then you'll say you'll do it later. Well, I want you to just keep going. And whenever later comes, actually do it. I want you to be encouraged that, yo, every step in the right direction is the way that God is ushering us this year. He wants you to gradually walk in the right direction. Hey, um, maybe, maybe, you, uh, maybe there's, you have your community group on a particular day, and, and I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I'm telling you honestly for me. You know, there's times I, I, I could get home and, and stuff is crazy with the boys at home and I got to make sure I put the boys home and it's been a long day with meetings and all those type of things and helping people. And I'm like, man, I just need a moment to rest. But no, I need to be intentional. This is the day that I have set for a community group. So I'm going to make sure I'm there. Can I keep it real? Is that cool? I mean, y'all all go to community group. I know. I know. But, but that's, a, that's a real thing. Like, I have to intentionally make sure I want to move in the right direction in my spiritual growth. I have to, every day, every moment, there's a time where I have to just do the right thing. And it's going to happen slowly and surely over time. And you will get there. There will be people that you want to forgive but feel like you can't. And you'll feel like giving up, but don't. Real transformation is gradual and intentional. 
I want you to keep doing what God is calling you to do. And for those of you in here that don't know where you stand with Jesus or God, I want you to be intentional. Don't wait for a magic sign. Don't wait for God to come down and, and man, this, this is going to be the year. Don't, don't wait to hear the words, man. If you just grit your teeth and get down and dirty, man, this is going to be your year. No, God wants you to move into the next step, uh, the next step, and the next step. Be gradual and intentional over time. I'm encouraged by that, family. And here's the good news. Here's the good news. We read this in 2 Corinthians 5. Uh, I'm going to go down to verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. What does this mean? What does this mean? That means in him, in Christ, all of the sins of the world were, are, are in Christ. He who knew no sin, he who lived an innocent life, now becomes guilty. You and I actually walked into the courtroom. We were guilty. We stand before the judge. The judge declares you and I are innocent. Why? Because Christ has already paid the price. You and I have been made new. And now, as we turn around and leave with our minds blown, we can't believe that we've just been declared good and innocent because of Christ. Now, when we leave, I'm encouraged that this year we're saying, walk in your newness. Now we're saying, walk in the direction toward spiritual growth. It's going to be gradual. It's going to be intentional. But you got to go walk and actually do it. You got to pick up the CBR. You got to actually go uh, be in community group. You actually have to make time intentionally to pray, to to, to lament as we learned this year. Uh, You have to go and be intentional about your walk with God. And the motivation for that is that you're now a new creature. You've been made new. God doesn't make just a bunch of new things. He makes all things new. You and I are new creatures because we are in Christ. I want to leave us with two points. Here's one. How are we going to experience this newness? Here's the first one. Stop looking back to the old you. Stop looking back to the old you. Anyone who is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. The new has come. And what does that mean? Yesterday, you didn't do CBR. Maybe yesterday, you didn't pray. Maybe yesterday, you didn't give a a total mental assent to God. Today, you will. Today you pick up the new mercy, the new grace, because you're a new person and because those things are not necessarily what make you new. God has already made you new through Christ. You pick up and you do it today. And you don't look back at the old self. You don't look back and say, you know what, man, I'm always messing up. I'm always late. I'm always, I'm always. That person has died. The new has come. Walk in your newness. Stop looking back. At the old you. Here's number two. Transformed people transform people. Paul says it like this in this text that Lester read. 
Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Man, we have now been given this ministry of reconciliation. What does that mean? You know what that means? That means that changed people, changed new creatures who are in a gradual and intentional process and growing in their newness are now actually going out telling other people, you can be new too. We're actually going out screaming from the rooftops, hey, this is the process that I'm in. I am in the process of being changed. I am going through this transformation process, and God is right with me, Emmanuel. God with me is right here, and he's with me in the process. And you know what? He can be with you too. Changed people, transformed people, transform people. Man, that's the heart of why we have Renaissance. If Harlem is not transformed by these transformed people, then we failed. Harlem can only be transformed by transformed people. And God is in the business of transformation. God makes us new, but we must walk in our newness. Let me pray. Daddy, thank you for the truth of who you are. Daddy, thank you for what you've done. That it's through you. All this is from God. And it's through Christ that you are reconciling the world to yourself. God, thank you (laughs) that we don't have the power, we don't have the, the spiritual bank account to make ourselves new. But it's a gift from you. We are made new in Christ. And God, anyone here who is wrestling or doesn't know that, would you confirm that in their hearts? Would you give them a new uh, uh, fervor to, to discover what it means to be new in you? God, would you make the right people available for that discussion to happen? But God, in addition, those of us who are, who are made new, who, who know that the Holy Spirit lived within us, now would you give us strength and courage to walk out our newness? God, would you help shape our perspective this year to not hold up temporary things as uh, the way for transformation, but to know that it's not instantaneous, it's gradual. To know that we can't, it's not just going to happen on its own. We need to be intentional. God, give us that strength and that courage, uh, not just this year on the top of the year, but God, make that the kind of people we are. Because we're not going to look at our old selves because transform people, transform people. In Jesus' name, amen.